Well, hello there, world. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture. Because, well, we used to say it was the one that bums you out the least, but (laughs) that was before the Batman. Uh, Now, back in the before times, Troubled Waters would pit two teams of comedians against one another in a pop culture battle royale. But now... Teaming up with another person who's not in your quarantine pod might be lethal. It's definitely more frowned upon than trying to remove all the fucking filmmaking categories from the Academy Awards. (laughs) So for now, it is one comic against another. To win this battle, each comic will be called upon to use their wits, their rhetorical skills, those fucking devastating comebacks they've been holding on to in a notes app for two freaking years now uh, in order to earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Pundit Emeritus. That title will give a person's opinion on whether the Batman is more Batman-y than other Batmans, more weight than a civilian's. You're listening to Troubled Waters. First of all, how on earth does anyone have the appetite for another goddamn Batman movie? <laughs> I don't understand. I wake up thinking that every day of my life. Yeah. I don't understand. There is so much product. So much. The yeah, Batman. Is, is it officially just a religion but now? The, it's like this one, he's even darker than before. It's always oh, like, it's like, is see, he? That's it's, never been my concern. That's never been my concern. No, that's never what I've darker? wanted in my Batman is more. No. Is, is Robin in this one? Because less, I feel I he's know. been really cut out. I, you know. Know. I think it's the Riddler this time. Okay. All right. I I've, you know, this one, I, I will say, I mean, honestly, there have been like six iterations of Batman since I've seen a Batman movie. Oh I'm, I'm going back to George Clooney. Yeah. So I've missed a lot, but, <laughs> and I have not cared. However, I did see a picture of Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz, and I was like, I want to be just, like, not even, I mean. Like in the middle of them? Yes. Yeah, like, you want to just put yourself in the middle of their bodies and just be yes. there for a minute? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, obviously, it's partially sex, but it's also partially just, like, <laughs> pajama bottoms, coffee. You yes. know what I mean? I just want to, like, I want to be comfy with them. I yeah. want them to, like, give me a duo tarot reading and like sit yes. and like maybe microdose a little bit of something Just that they have bit. in their yes. house. Yeah. Some bespoke hallucinogen. <laughs> I, I want to, yes. um, I think Robert Pattinson went to the school over the road from me. So I want to ask him, oh. um, I say, why couldn't I go to your school? Because your career <laughs> is going a lot better than mine. I just want to ask him a little bit about you, that. I, Chris, you will get a Batman movie. I guarantee it. I think yeah, just, by, just by pure volume, They're it'd be weird to not get one. Yeah. <laughs> It's in the post, as they say. Um, yeah, I was. I so I saw that picture. I was like, I might see this. One. And then I found out it was three hours. I do not have three hours. Nope, I don't. I don't have. I three said hours. this the other day with movies. Instead of a title, they should just put the runtime, and that would. If it was just a movie called like seventy two minutes, I'll watch it. Yes. Yes. If it's That's if it's one hundred and thirty eight, no thanks. Doesn't matter. Honestly, if it's th- anywhere in the three digits, I am out. <laughs> if it's anywhere in the three digits and it's on streaming and I can watch it on my sofa, mm-hmm. I'm out. I'm out. I can't, I can't do it. 
Can't do it. Can't do it. All right. Well, now that we've enraged our entire audience, <laughs> let's meet our teams. Our first contestant is, uh, she is a writer. Her book, There Are Moms Way Worse Than You, will be releasing on April 26th. It's Glenn Buzan. I didn't even ask how to pronounce your name. Did I say it right? You got it. So You got it writer than most. Buzan Great. is Buzan. how my Midwestern family says it. And then upper... Michigan Peninsula part of the family says it different. So you can say it however you dang please. Okay. Well, I'm happy to have gotten most of the way there. Where (laughs) in the Midwest? Uh, I was born in Flint. Okay. And then my grandma now lives in Macomb Township. So that's, and then they all live like up, upper glove, I think. My extent. And now you're in Los Feliz. So you win. (laughs) Now I'm in the city of dreams. Yes, you are. Los Angeles. Yes, you are. A month and a half away from your book being published. Talking yes. through it. How do you feel? It feels crazy because, I mean, books take so long to yes, become do. real. And so I was excited two years ago when someone said yes to thinking about making it. Yes. <laughs> so I've already had the celebration dinners and the and it's it's crazy. It's kind yeah. of nice having that much lead up time to when it comes out because I've sort of chilled out about it now. Um, and so I'm not, I'm not like as obnoxious about like, oh my God, oh my God, like freaking out about, well, oh my God, a launch party, blah, blah, blah. So it's, it's really cool. It's, it's, it it's cool. awesome. I feel very lucky. I have terrible news. You are going to get that obnoxious again. <laughs> oh no. And well, you're going to stay that way for a while. <laughs> I'm already on a podcast. Can you believe it? This moment promoting mm-hmm. it. <laughs> so, so unfortunately yes, it's begun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I should ask you for tips. Yeah. You're doing great. (laughs) We'll talk. We'll talk. (laughs) Please. I have them. None of them have worked for me. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) I have really good ones. I have really good ones. Our second contestant is a comedian. His debut album, All Over the Place, is out now on Blonde Medicine. It is our old friend from International Waters. Old personal friend who I literally have not seen since before this stupid moment in history started. We were just, I was just saying it's- The great Chris Martin. I didn't introduce you yet. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I thought they just know who I was from the description. Um, (laughs) Hey, man. Yes. Hi. It's nice to be back. (laughs) Sorry. I was so, so, I'm so not, I so wanted to catch up with you that I just cut you off in the intro. No, no, (laughs) no. Very unprofessional. Chris Martin, Martin, don't you worry about a thing. Uh, How have you been? For I the last you, two years. Yeah, I've been, you know, I've cried in the shower, but, you know, who hasn't? And then um, I've also come out the other side, so it's good. Yep. I'm still yep. in this country. Good. Um, I still managed happy to survive. To I'm happy to be here. I haven't written a book. I feel very <laughs> lazy compared to you guys. Um, writing a book, I just think whatever happens, just just well done. They're so long. Like, it's... I can't even watch a movie over 72 minutes. We just discussed this. So this is very impressive. Uh, mine's like a gift book. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Fair enough. It's a, it's is like... it a stocking filler? It, it uh, is. It's a gift book is what we're calling it. It's like an all my friends are dead, go the fuck to sleep sort of vibe. Where do you know what, though? Pretty oh. do you know short. Who's, do you know who like, who, who's got a short attention span and likes the sound of that? This guy. Oh, um, God. I'll send you a copy. Please. Oh, my album's called all over. The, my album's also pretty short as well. And I love you can listen Love to that. it when you're running or just do, I mean, just do something else. I mean, I wouldn't make it the focal point of your day. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's how a little confidence I have in my own abilities. Just don't don't sit, don't gather the family round to listen to my album. Just sort of <laughs> be vacuuming or something. It's better than vacuuming. That's that's my promo. <laughs> that's a Perfect. great tagline. Better than vacuuming. The snack size content that our guests are creating, I love it. This is going to be a six minute episode of International <laughs> Waters. Welcome to it. Um, now that you have met our players, 
it is time to see who has the better grasp of what is happening in this world, pop culturally speaking. Players, you will be given a chance to tell me what you think is the most important or, or perhaps overlooked story or person or event of the past week or two. Glenn, you're having doubts about yours, so we'll start with you. Mine is just so crazy, and it also, full disclosure, happened in January of this year, but I learned about it like two days ago. And I have not been able to stop thinking about it, and it's somewhat of a mystery as well. So if anyone can give me information on this. Okay. A friend of mine a couple days ago brought up, do you guys remember Corey Kennedy? She was like an it girl, the cobra snake. L.A. based, like friends with Paris Hilton, friends with Lindsay Lohan, Chateau Marmont hopping, like it girl. She had this baby doll Victorian beautiful face. She was kind of like had this like dirty vibes, like heroin chic, but didn't do heroin. Like just the world was like captivated by her for a solid like three or four years on the Internet. Come up and gawker. Yes. Nylon. (laughs) She was like a nylon staple. Yes. She was like front row at Chanel shows within like a few months of coming out on, she was like the Cobra Snakes, that photographer, her on his muse. So she would just take, and they dated for a while. So somebody brought her up and I was like, oh my gosh, Corey Kennedy. I remember that name. Holy crap. And I looked her up on Instagram and the second picture in her feed, she doesn't post often anymore, but in January, she posted a picture of her hanging out with Bill Maher on his private plane. What? Bill Maher. No. No. <laughs> and I and a picture of him like being goofy in a trucker hat and sunglasses. And then a picture of them sitting together very close on this private plane together, smiling. And my brain couldn't handle it. I thought, oh my God. Are they dating? Because no, he's also like 40 years this. older than her. Like, Oh, yeah. She's probably 30 now. And I Googled the words Corey Kennedy, Bill Maher dating. I Googled, I did it in quotes. I did it in not quotes. I looked at pictures tagged of her, pictures tagged of him. His Instagram is just promotional material. Useless. Thanks, Bill. I have not (laughs) been able to stop thinking about the fact that maybe Bill Maher and Corey Kennedy are dating. Wow. It has not left my brain and I have nowhere to go to look for wow. information about it. Wow, you, well, now I'm infected with Thank this, you. This I can't awful, have it all to myself. <laughs> it's crazy. Wow. Just, the two weirdest worlds colliding. Colliding and having the worst conversations. Uh, can you imagine? I, he also had like a crazy t-shirt on and it was like a joke oh. t-shirt of like, calm down, it's just a joke. Or like, he had no. like so like, uh, he had like old, some- Old man and joke t-shirts. He did, he had like some no. old- Oh, what was it? I wish I could, I should probably look it up. But, oh God. And he was in like trucker hat, aviator glasses, like doing a goofy pose on his private jet. No, no, no. I reject this. I reject this completely. Thank you for having the same reaction. That is, yeah. I feel seen and validated. Well, I'm going to be spending my afternoon on the dark web looking for. Okay. Christian just found it. It said rehab is for quitters was the name of the show. I knew it sucked. Oh my God. That's like God. the vibe of like, dep- are you depressed? Just fucking go to the gym. Just get happy. Like it's that energy of like, oh my God. Oh, Bill, <laughs> that fucking. Mark. It was so 
Thank you for finding uh, that. Rehab is for quitters. Rehab is for quitters. And by the way, while we are on the topic of Bill Maher, when you get onto Twitter on a Saturday morning and Bill Maher is trending, you don't need to know why. No. You just don't. You don't. It's not going to edify you in any way. No. It won't. Your life will not be better for it. Just let it go. Let it go. Okay, so Corey is going to be your buzz in word. Corey, oh. Because it could be Mar, which is half as many syllables, but I don't want that kind of energy on this show. <laughs> no, we can't bring that. We can't bring yeah, that. We can't bring it. Uh, Chris, okay. you've got something something fresh and British from what it is. Well, yeah. So <laughs> the backstory of this is there is a kebab van in Bristol <laughs> in the UK, uh-huh. um, and it's called Jason Donovan. Because there was a famous Australian actor turned singer. Who, okay, you you the know, listener may you know him. Know. You you okay. you know him, but mm-hmm. I don't know. He's called Jason Donovan. But the van I used to when I used to be in the UK, I'd go do shows in Bristol, and and it's up a hill. And every time you were in Bristol, it's Jason. It would always make me laugh. Jason Donovan. It's just the most perfect pun. <laughs> and then the story in, on trending on BBC News is Jason Donovan finally after 10 years of Jason Donovan being a thing went to (laughs) Jason Donovan to have a kebab and there's a kebab signature kebab named after him and there was a crowd of people there's a video online type type in Jason Donovan goes to Jason Donovan and uh the owner was saying, everyone's always asked me, has he ever been? And now I finally can answer them. Yes, he's been. Wow. And he ate the Jason Donovan special kebab. And uh, the funny little detail hidden in there is he ate, he ate one bite, then passed it on to someone else. So he didn't like it very much. Not but a fan. He, is now, he has been <laughs> to the most perfect pun uh, fast food place. Because there's loads of them in the UK. I think it's more of a UK thing. There's like the Codfather for a fish sure. and chip restaurant and all that stuff. But Jason Donovan <laughs> is just- uh, and Has there not been a Jason Donovan? Oh, that's great. For like donor, for like hearts and lungs. Is no. <laughs> isn't there, isn't that like a food? Yeah. On Coronation Street, there's like the donor yeah. No, place. so maybe it's a pronunciation. That I think that's uh. the same food, but Je- <laughs> I thought you meant <laughs> just- uh, Yeah, just like lung where you would go for a, for a kidney. Yeah, no. <laughs> go for a kidney. Uh- so okay, Jason. Jason versus Corey. Jason versus Corey. <laughs> it's a lot less oh, scary. Shit. I know. I love it. Yeah. That's I the cutest it. story. I really love that. I do too. I do too. Me. It tickled me. Goodness gracious. Okay, Jason versus Corey. Those are your buzzing words. Keep them at the ready. As we begin our show, with a round we're calling Men in Black to the Future. Okay, we have just had the 13th of March, which means we have entered daylight savings time. Time of year when we move clocks forward a whole hour, get a hint of what it would be like to time travel. To celebrate, we have mashed up the titles of some well-known time travel movies and TV shows with some well-known other elements of popular culture. I will give you a description of the mashup. You will buzz in and tell me what it is. So, for example... If I were to say Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones play secret government agents who travel to the 1950s to make sure their parents fall in love with each other at a high school dance, the film I would be describing would be Men in Black to the Future, the very name of this round. Okay. Okay, you get it. I get it. Keep your buzzing words at the ready, which, again, are Corey and Jason. All right. Number one. Lovable high school rocker Ted Theodore Logan travels through time in a phone box 
picking up significant figures from history, and he teams up with the First Lady of the United States of America to do it. Oh, oh, Corey, Corey. Yes. Um, Jill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Glenn's got it. Glenn has cracked oh! the code. Can I be okay. honest with you? What went in my head there? I went, Bill and yes. Ted's excellent Jill. And I was like, that's not, <laughs> that's that not going to be, be that, I was like, it. that can't be the name. I forgot that's you could put it. the pun at the other. You, you, I did no, too. The order. And then I, that's what my, was my you thinking it, as well. Yeah. You stick it where it rhymes. Um, okay. Bill Ted's excellent Ooh. Jill. Okay. Well, <laughs> knowing what I know now. This next one might be tricky. All right. Knowing oh, uh, the... that we're dumb? No, we're not <laughs> dumb. It's just that your brain's working a certain Surprise, way that maybe our dumb. writers work a different way. Okay. Uh, number two, the director of Moulin Rouge, Romeo and Juliet, and Strictly Ballroom travels from the future to kill Sarah Connor. What were the director of what movies? Uh, Strictly Ballroom, Romeo and Juliet, Moulin Rouge... The upcoming oh, uh, Elvis biopic Corey, that looks Corey, crazy. Corey. Yes. Uh, the Baz Luminator? That's correct. <laughs> That's correct. These are hard. They're hard. I don't know who told you it was going to be easy. Wow. This is okay. good. I feel. Thank you. I missed the before the competition part of this podcast. <laughs> I'm already nostalgic for when there were no points on the line. <laughs> you're only two behind. I mean, you do have zero, but you're only two behind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next. Uh, <clears throat> lovable high school rocker Bill S. Preston Esquire travels through time in a phone box, picking up significant figures from history, and teams up with Homer Simpson's annoying but sexy neighbor to do it. I got oh, it. Uh, Jason. Oh, oh, I Chris. forgot my buzzword. Oh. No. Uh, uh, Bill and Ned's ex Ned Flight. Well, Ned's excellent yes. adventure. Oh. Bill and Ned's excellent adventure. I forgot my Chris buzzword. has joined us. Chris. Uh, all right. Next, physicist Sam Beckett travels through time, leaping from person to person to put right what once went wrong, joined by Beaker from the Muppets, who often makes the noise that he... Uh, oh, Jason. Corey, Corey! Oh, Chris got in there first. Quantum Meep. That is Shit. correct. Ugh. Oh, and it's a tie. That was good. Ooh-wee! Okay, let's keep moving. Self-centered Pittsburgh weatherman Phil Connors keeps waking up on the same day in which zombies roam the streets of Punxsutawney, Philadelphia. Uh, Corey? Yes? Groundhogs 28 Days Later? Mm -mm. Is, that, is, the, is that the zombie? I like it. That's not the answer, but... Dang. The point is yours, unless Chris can get it. Is it just... Oh, Jason... Uh, no, you no, well, you can't you guess say, twice, Glenn. I, oh, sorry. You just keep going. I don't know if you've seen a game show before. I'll give her my guess. You can have my guess. Because I was just going to say Groundhog. No, mine was going to be bad. I was going to say Groundhog. What were you going to say? Groundhog 28 day. That was it. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. That that's, pretty why, bad. that's why I wanted to sacrifice my No, I'm good at all. Glenn? I was going to say maybe Groundhog's Day of the Dead, Down of the Dead. Groundhog Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead. Yeah, okay. Got it. Day of the Dead. Groundhog Day of the Dead. Okay, and finally, <laughs> in this long-running BBC family drama, an eccentric alien from Gallifrey travels through space and time in a blue box while being forced to play emotionally manipulative games by long-married couple George and Martha, played by Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton. Oh, Corey, Corey, Corey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, I can't yes. like that. Yes. <laughs> wow. Like 
The one right. book I've ever read. Great. <laughs> See? It was worth it. Uh, okay, at the end of that round, Glenn's got four. Chris has two. It's very tight. It's one hell of a competition. Let's move into our next round. We're calling it Limerick Limericks. The 17th of March is St. Patrick's Day, and we have decided we do not want to demean that great country of Ireland by doing a round about big green hats and getting much too drunk on green beer. Rather, (laughs) we will demean that great country by writing stupid poems about famous Irish people. So we, by which I mean our writers and not me, uh, (laughs) have written limericks about celebrities from Ireland. You need to guess who they are. Keep your buzz-ins at the ready. Let me get through them all because our writers have gone to great length to create some excellent limericks. All right, the first is this. <clears throat> what will we say when he passes on, when a rock star of such a high class is gone? On that grief-stricken day, I think I would say he usually had sunglasses on. Uh, Jason. Yes? Is it Bono? It is Bono. Oh, that's It is Bono. His son's got a band, and I like it. That's all I got to say about that. His, sorry, his, son, his son's got a band? Yeah. What's his son They're, called? His son is Elijah Hewson, but the band is called uh, Inhaler. Not bad. Mm. Okay. Not okay. bad. Yeah. Are these celebrities Irish? Is that what the... Yes. Oh. Yes. So keep that in mind. I should have an advantage. Here. Did say it at least once, but yeah. do keep that in mind. No, I... <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. This singer who's shaved all of her hair goes on telly, and she begins to tear. Up a pick of... Up a pick of Pope John, and then she goes on about you to whom nothing compare. Jason. Corey, Corey, Corey. Oh, that was close. <laughs> Christian, who got in there? It was Chris. It that was, was really okay, funny, because me and Glenn, <laughs> I could, we, we were both yeah. knew it, but we were both being very polite, because the writers, yes. there's a lot of effort to write the limerick. Which goes a long way. Yes. Um, It'd be funny if I just got it totally wrong. That's Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> that is correct. It's Sinead O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor. Okay. All right. This next one might be a little tougher. Okay. Does he like wearing things that need mending? Does he like bowling the type that is 10-pin? It just goes to show there's a lot I don't know, but I do know he's playing the penguin. I will say unrecognizable as the penguin. I'm sure that doesn't help. That just that actually got, does, that does the opposite of narrowing. Too many Batmans, yeah, I think, is, again, to bring it back Batmans, to the beginning. Too many penguins. Recently? Uh, but he's, in this, the, he's in this one oh playing the penguin. Oh. But so in so someone's... much makeup, you can't uh, tell it's him. And he likes bowling. He likes 10-pin bowling. Well, that was a misdirect, maybe. Oh, well, what are we doing here, writers? <laughs> <laughs> Misdirecting. It's already yeah. hard enough. Yeah. The penguin. I mean, this movie is all anyone is talking about. In I know. So you, I mean, I could. It could not Mate, repel me more if it. It's not all everyone. Some people are talking about Jason Donovan. So let's not forget. <laughs> let's yeah. not forget what other people are talking. That's more my. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm just maybe gonna think of Irish actors. That's. There you go. <laughs> that's a crazy idea. Um, there you go. Can't hurt uh, to guess. All right, Jason Liam Neeson. Yes. Liam nope. Neeson. No. Uh, Corey, mm-hmm. is Eddie Redmayne Irish? I don't think he is. And he's not him he's, he's redhead. one of the poshest English oh. sounding people. Mm. I'm I sorry. That, that's that's probably, quite, it's quite offensive to Ireland. It's probably racist. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it was Colin Farrell. That was. I, Whoa. I knew. Colin I Farrell. forgot. 
From Danny was, DeVito to Colin Farrell. What a. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had he's, he's done all up like fucking Danny DeVito. So it's like, wow. why not just get Danny DeVito? I know. Let Colin Farrell be Colin Farrell. If I looked like Colin Farrell, do you think I would spend time trying to not look like Colin Farrell? Hot actors are obsessed with looking as ugly as possible and then being like, I'm an actor. See? Yeah. See? And it's like, yeah, look, I got an I got an Oscar for what everyone else does normally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get fucked. All right. Number four. <laughs> if you get her name wrong, she might curse you. But it's easy to feel some inertia. It's simple to know, man. Her surname, it's Ronan. But her first name is tricky. It's... Corey, Corey, Corey. Yeah, Corey. Sersha Ronan. Yes! Yes! Sersha Ronan. Sersha. Sersha Ronan. Sersha Ronan. Number five. This man was the pride of his nation. His book's the peak of innovation. Of course, Ulysses was destined to please. It was high art about masturbation. Corey? Yes. James Joyce? James Joyce. You know your books. Published author. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, I, did, I read a lot of James Joyce for my inspiration for my book yeah. about- For your gift book? About yeah. shitty parenting. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I have bought a lot of James Joyce books to have on my shelf. And I, yeah. I've Very really heavy tried. reads. No. Yeah. I have really tried. Get and, a paperback. Uh, keep it in your back pocket. You'll get the credit. Yeah. With oh, the title absolutely. peeking out. Oh, just read that. it in a bar. Come oh, on. yeah. Woo. Delicious. All right. Finally, his species is one of the rarest, but this poor fairy is constantly harassed. He must be alarmed to be chased for his charms. General Mills, you should be embarrassed. Corey. Yes. The Lucky Charms logo, the General Mills Lucky Charms leprechaun. Yeah. Lucky the leprechaun <laughs> Lucky is the, his name. Thank you. Lucky the leprechaun. Lucky the leprechaun. <laughs> charms all right Woo. glenn had a very strong round there she has seven chris you have four we're going to take a break we're going to shake this off and we'll be right back with more troubled waters Maximum Fun is a network by and for cool, popular people. But did you know it also has an offering designed to appeal to nerds? A show for nerds? On Maximum Fun? The devil, you say? It's true. It's called The Greatest Generation, and they review episodes of a television program for nerds called Star Trek. They've reviewed TNG, DS9, and are now reviewing Voyager. Hey, Star Trek. My daughter enjoys that program. Well, if she enjoys that, and she enjoys humor of the flatulent variety, might I recommend she subscribe to The Greatest Generation? Hey, are you calling my kid a nerd? Why, I oughta... Well, gotta go! Become a friend of DeSoto by subscribing to The Greatest Generation on MaximumFun.org today! Hey, welcome back to Troubled Waters. (laughs) I'm Dave Holmes. With us are Glenn Buzan and Chris Martin. Our next round is called St. Patrick or Sir Patrick. Okay, this is our St. Patrick's Day episode. Uh, of course, on this uh, this blessed day, we celebrate the guy who uh, snake or something. <laughs> uh, but the important thing is that we celebrate it. So also, this month brings us the return of another Patrick. That is right, Patrick Stewart from Jeffrey. He is on our TVs this month reprising, or reprising, I've never really known how to say that word, uh, his role as Captain Picard on a lesser known project called Star Trek. 
Uh, we had a mix up behind the scenes while we were planning parties for both. And now we don't know which boxes contain our St. Patrick's Day stuff and which contain our Sir Patrick Stewart stuff. So we're going to go through 10 invisible boxes with you. Each one will contain a sound clip. Before we open, we will ask you to predict if it's a clip of Irish music for St. Patrick's Day or a clip of Sir Patrick Stewart. Okay? (laughs) There is truly no way to prepare for this. There's no way to be good at this. This is pure luck. Great. Uh, I'm going to go through them one through 10. You You just tell me. Okay. Chris Martin, because you are woefully behind, we're going to start with you. Uh, box number one, does it contain St. Patrick's Day stuff or Sir Patrick Stewart's Day stuff? This is this should be a, 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 a game show on TV every Saturday night primetime, mate. It really should. Um, it should. And I'm going to say it's going to be Sir Patrick Stewart. I think that's who you're going to go with. Okay. Well, let's... Let's listen. Unfortunately, it was cranberries that they're Irish, so that's St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Traditional Irish music Traditional from Irish music. the cranberries. Yeah. Uh, okay. Glenn, number two, is your box to open? I'm going to say Irish music. Irish music. Irish, uh, St. Patrick's St. Patrick. Day. St. Patrick? Okay. Yeah. Let's hear. Is this a dagger which I see before me? <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. Well, no. I'm afraid Damn that it. was Sir Patrick Stewart. That was very. How much... are the ten? How are the ten goes on this? Is... <laughs> there are. There are. This is insane. So just get in to it. Your writers. Um, your writers trying to strike in an unusual way. <laughs> yes. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Maybe. I'm ready. Oh, I know okay. what I'm doing now. I know what All I'm right. doing now. Well, listen. You both fucked it up terribly the first time around. You got another few tries. Uh, that number two was Sir Patrick Stewart from the Scottish play. You can't say Macbeth, or th- otherwise it's bad luck. Okay. Number three is for you, Chris. Right. Okay. What do you think? Would they just alter? Would they just alternate it? Is what I'm trying to get into their minds. Would they just go screw it? It's alternate. I don't know if they would. Yeah, they would. It's, this is Irish music. This is okay. Okay. They've all, they're alternating it. Let's hear. I'm riding my bike in the park, and this policewoman says, Oi, you can't ride your bike on the grass. And I go, Oh, oh no. Oh, God, Chris, well, how are you so bad at this? Damn it. <laughs> I don't get it. That was Sir Patrick playing himself in extras. Okay, number four is for you, Glenn. Well, I'm going to keep on going with the alternating theory, but I think it starts over every two, so I'm going to say St. <laughs> Patrick's Day. Let's hear it. I can't believe the news today. That was... Father of the guy from Inhaler, Bono, and his band U2, Sunday Bloody Sunday, one point to you, Corey Kennedy and Glenn. Uh, Number five, we're going back to you, Chris. Right, so here's my theory. You went Irish music. Honestly. You went alternate, alternate, same thing. Hang on. No, you went alternate. Trying to make sense of this. Same thing twice. It's going to be the same thing. It's going to be the same thing twice. So you said uh, it's going to be Irish music this time. It's got to be Irish music. It's got to be Irish music. It was alternate, alternate. Good guess. Good guess. That was good. I love his smile. He has great hands and feet. Oh, my God. Shit. I hate this guy. Patrick Stewart (laughs) in the movie Jeffrey, which is so great. Uh, Okay, no points for you. Glenn? I'm going to go with- What's in number six? I'm going to go with alternating. I'm going to say Irish music. Okay, let's hear it. Oh my. 
This is bullshit. I'm so Did sorry, Chris. I feel- Irish person. Sinead <laughs> O'Connor. sorry. It's all right. Chris. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Okay. <laughs> Uh, number seven. <laughs> my Zoom screen. What do you think? What's in there? What's I'm going to black my screen out in a minute. All right. Irish music. It's got to be double Irish music, Irish music now, surely. Irish music. All right. If I ever leave this world alive, the madness that you feel. Yay! You finally got one! I got one. Now, we call this Irish music, but flogging Molly is from like <laughs> Boston, San Diego right? or something, right? <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's American, they, American the version of Irish. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Um, so I guess they are de facto Irish, but, and they f- certainly fucking kill it on the St. Patrick's Day circuit. But that was flogging Molly. Okay, point to you. Number eight, open it, Glenn. Or first, tell me what's in it. I'm going to say Sir Patrick. Okay. Feels Let's like hear. it's been a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, salt and pepper. That is perhaps the greatest Patrick Stewart moment That's of all time. That's so good. Him introducing salt and pepper. I want to hear him say Spinderella so bad. Oh, Spinderella. <laughs> Cut it up one time. Ladies and gentlemen, Spinderella. Oh, God damn. <laughs> the greatest. Okay, number nine. Chris, what do we got? This is gonna, what are we looking at? Are we going to finish on a Sir Patrick or are we going to finish on Irish music? It's it's Irish. It's going to finish on Irish music. It's going to be Sir Patrick. It's going to be Sir Patrick because I'm nine. Okay. Ten is going to okay. be the other one. It's Saoirse with an er, not Saoirse with an or, because Saoirse with an or goes or not er. It's sh instead of... Ah, uh, that was the wonderful Saoirse Ronan, also on Saturday Night Live, doing a takeoff of Liza with a Z to explain how to pronounce Saoirse. So oh. that was Irish music. And I don't... You said Sir Patrick, right? I did, and sadly, for my sins, I did, yes. Oh, man. Okay, well, no points for you. Finally, Glenn. You, Chris, you said we were going to end on Irish music, was your theory? I mean, if you're getting advice from me, I can't help you because <laughs> yeah. I'm no expert. It's a flip of a coin. I'm going to say Irish music. It sounds like a nice way to end the round. Okay, okay. T. L. Grey, hot. T. L. Grey, hot. L. Grey. T. L. Grey, hot. Uh, Patrick. Damn it. It's Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Shit. Ordering an Earl Grey tea. Hot. On whatever Star Trek he was A lovely on. All right. <laughs> At the end of that round, Glenn's got 10. Chris, and then by extension, Jason Donovan, have five. We're going to take another little break. Our final round, honestly, is for all the marbles. I don't want you to get discouraged. Chris, by the same token, I don't want you to get cocky, Glenn. So we're going to take a little break. We're going to have a little little sip of water, do some calisthenics. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Jesse Thorne, the founder of Maximum Fun, and I have a special announcement. I'm no longer embarrassed by my brother, my brother, and me. You know, for years, each new episode of this supposed advice show was a fresh insult, a depraved jumble of erection jokes, ghost humor, and frankly, this is for the best, very little actionable advice. But now as they enter their twilight years, I'm as surprised as anyone to admit that it's gotten kind of good. Justin, Travis, and Griffin's witticisms are more refined, like a humor column in a fancy magazine. And they hardly ever say Bazinga anymore. So, 
After you've completely finished listening to every single one of all of our other shows, why not join the McElroy Brothers every week for My Brother, My Brother and Me. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am Dave Holmes. Glenn Buzan and Chris Martin are here. It is now time for our final game. It is called Beware the Toasts of March. As we mentioned before, this is our St. Patrick's Day episode. It will be released on the Ides of March, which means it is a perfect time of year to give a rousing speech, either one being toasted drunkenly in your favorite pub or uh, to eulogize Julius Caesar, who you have come to bury and not to praise. We've collected a series of good, but maybe not so important achievements and also bad, but not important uh, mistakes. We're going to give you the option to toast them in an impromptu sort of pub style toast or give a rousing, passive aggressive, vaguely Shakespearean monologue in the vein of Mark Anthony. Okay. Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony is a, is a Latin recording star. Mark Anthony. <laughs> that I would, I'm not as good a singer as that. I can't do that. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. So we'll start with the good ones, the toasts for the good ones. Uh, and Chris, again, we'll start with you. All right. Uh, give us a, a rousing toast to someone who has filed their taxes in a timely manner. I'd just like to give a, a shout out to the smug assholes out there who have got their feet up whilst the rest of us are struggling through many pages of... Of, of of stuff that I don't know. We're ticking boxes about whether we own boats or not. I don't I don't know whether that's relevant, but apparently it's important. So you people out there who've who've got that done, who've probably already bought your Christmas decorations for this year from last year because you're, you're early planners. Massive hats off to you. We'll be crying on April 14th, the day before. The, that is it April 15th in this country that makes sense in the UK I've, I've, I've got to file two tax returns I haven't filed so you're two ahead of me somehow by default and I just want to say sort of well done but also screw you at the same time so cheers mm. cheers it's the best kind of toast it's a little little mean spirited <laughs> you were kind of over it from the very start um, angry at the person who you're speaking to which I absolutely understand it was strong it was a strong effort. Five points to you. There you go. Uh, Glenn, you're next. Uh, you are to... Um, I, I, didn't, I didn't drink. I didn't drink oh, yeah. my mushroom coffee. <laughs> it's a lion's mane kind of situation. It's a four sigmatic. It's not like... It's not psycho. I'm not going to like... I'm not tripping out on this show <laughs> on, a, on a morning. Okay. Uh, Glenn, your toast is for someone who finished their craft project that they were working on. Oh... Hey, ladies and gentlemen of the bar, can we get a, raise your glasses to our friend Kaylee over here. When she ordered, when she ordered that embroidery kit on Etsy, I really, to be fair, I was skeptical. I was skeptical and I know you all were too, but she hunkered down. She strapped it across that little circle. She put those little needles in the little in the holes and she got it did and the picture she posted of it on this on social media was beautiful we can all agree i'm not too proud of man that was a great photo she posted and someday i'll finish a craft project too but kaylee damn what a woman 
Cheers to Kaylee. To Kaylee. To Kaylee. Solid work. You you named the person, and it's it's always a Kaylee who finishes a craft. It's novel. always a Kaylee Anything? who's doing a new mm. craft. Yeah, picking up that craft. K a y l e i g h. It was in oh, my of head. Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> Solid work from noted embroidery understander Glenn Buzan. <laughs> I would uh, knock points off for for that for not. Oh, I did. I, I did. Three points to you for that. All right, all right. We're gonna we're gonna flip it around. We're gonna flip fair. it around on this That's one. Glenn, you're going back to back on this one. This is okay. these are I don't know anti toasts, uh, passive aggressive eulogies. I don't know uh, lectures. I don't know. Um, these are bad <laughs> achievements. These are okay. the opposite of good achievements. Okay, Glenn Buzan, a toast or a speech or an admonishment to someone who forgot to call a family member on their birthday. Ooh. <clears throat> uh, ladies and gentlemen, just still the we're still to- listener. Yeah, well, we're still toasting. Still yeah. having we're a cup still- up. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're we're gathered here today, everyone, ladies and gentlemen, to mourn the loss of a, a missed opportunity for familial communication. Uh, you know, Josh here, his sister's birthday was on Thursday, and as we all know. From the text we've received from both of them, he did not call nor text. Sorry, I'm getting a little choked up. Um, and let me tell you, as somebody who has a sister, you gotta, you gotta t- tell her happy birthday when you can. My sister's still alive, so she's not dead. She's fine. But, but you gotta, but you gotta do it because one day, some sisters die, and one day you'll wish you did. Say happy birthday. <laughs> Again, all my siblings are alive. None of them have died. Um, so, Josh, just quit being a fucking piece of shit, brother. A text, a text your sister. You know what? Next year. That's why they call them a birthday, because they happen every year. So, text her, text her next year. Amen and God bless. Cheers. I, Cheers. Well done, Glenn. I... I like that you're so method on this that you, it feels like you're drunk to me. (laughs) (laughs) I get, I got real wrapped up. Yeah. Um, I also love that you said that some sisters die, which raises the possibility that some sisters do not die. (laughs) That, uh, true. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. They might still be alive. And the reason they're called birthdays is that they happen to be. Oh no! It's not that it's the day that you were born. It's that they happen to you. Solid work. Five points to you on that one. Honestly, it was riveting. Thank you, Chris. Bring us home. You are giving whatever an anti toast <clears throat> to someone who has asked to speak to a manager. Your time starts now. Well, um, I'm really, uh, I'm really sorry to bring us together in these circumstances. Uh, I thought Josh had had a bad year last year when he forgot to text his sister. Um, but now he takes us he takes us out for dinner. Says he's going to cover it all. Because obviously the other sad news was that his sister sadly passed in a base jumping accident. So we were there to have some nice sort of just a nice toast towards her and a good time. And yeah, the waiter, the waiter wasn't 
always there when we needed him, but we were crying a lot of the time, Josh. And now he's <laughs> he's gone and told the manager about something that isn't really. This guy is getting paid minimum wage. You know, he's trying his best. He's got he's overworked. There's been a pandemic. I know your sister's gone, but Josh, pick a pick a pick a more appropriate time to speak to the manager, bud. The manager, you know. He, he's doing his best we're all doing our best it's been a tough year and I think Josh just you need to really have a look at yourself because maybe it isn't the manager you should be having a word of it's yourself to Josh (laughs) (laughs) wow that was you gave us a setting oh my god you gave us a callback to Josh you gave us extreme sports wow what's the max amount of points I, I don't know Oh, exceeded. I mean, I that just, was so good. I mean, do you think that there's like some sort of system or scoring <laughs> or that we're governed by some sort of governing oh, body? We're not. I forgot where I was for a minute. We're not. We're not. It's whatever the hell we feel like doing. Oh, that was Ooh. so good. Wow. That was really good. That was really good. I see. Eight points to you on that one. Let me, yeah. let me just... <laughs> it is a... St. Patrick's Day miracle. We have a tie. Wow. No! Chris Martin, Glenn Boozan, and by extension, Corey Kennedy and Jason Donovan, who should date. Oh, the, yeah. Not you guys. <laughs> the two of them. Okay, well done. Well done. It's a tie. Wow. You, can, you can move forward into your St. Patrick's Day, both feeling like winners, because you are. Do you understand me? Yeah. You Congratulations, are. Chris. I'm so happy that I made it through that that <laughs> that, that ten question round. <laughs> that yes, was rough. I'm still alive we and that well, was, which is the real miracle. That ripped me a new one. <laughs> all right, it is now time for plugs. Let us know what you are working on, and then to write the karmic balance in the universe, something someone else did that you want the world to know about. Glenn Buzan, we'll start with you because you got a book ready to drop. I do. Um, I have a book coming out. In April, you can pre-order it now from anywhere mm-hmm. books are sold. Yep. Um, and I say, or you can wait until April 26th and steal it in real life from a store <laughs> if you want to get your hands on it. But like a big store, like a Barnes like and a Noble. Big, yeah, like as an act of political, social capitalism resistance. Like, there you, you know, don't steal it yep. from like a local bookstore. Yeah. No. Don't go um, Skylight and steal it. No. Don't Put them right out of Not my Skylight. No. Uh, yes, it's called There Are Moms Way Worse Than You, and it is a gift book for moms of any age child, um, and it's sort of a poem gift book of uh, true animal facts, um, f- or facts from the animal kingdom about shitty animal mothers to make you, a human mother, feel better about your parenting mistakes. So, for example, if you are not eating your children like a hamster mom, then you're mm-hmm. doing a great job as a parent. Yeah. So. Killing it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Thank you. And then someone it. I want to shine some light on who's done something is my friend Chris Martin actually has an album coming oh. that is already out. <laughs> That's so and nice. I hear it's great. I can't wait to listen to it after this. <laughs> wow. While you're vacuuming. <laughs> While I'm vacuuming. Mm-hmm. Won't take you long. <laughs> Well done. Thank you, That's so nice. How do I follow that? I can't follow that. It seems obvious. Yeah, good luck. Uh, Chris Martin, what you got? Well, yeah, my album is coming out. Well, it is out. 
I don't even know. It's out uh, all over the place. Um, <laughs> I also have a podcast I do uh, with uh, where I chat to sort of comics and people I like about our parental relationships. And I have a bit of my dad in it because my dad's never said I love you. So it's called Getting My Dad to Say I Love You. Um, that's, that's why I do so this as good. a career. Wow. <laughs> oh, but so it's funny. really fascinating. We could chat to different people and find out why we are the way we are trying to ultimately get my dad to finally say I love you. But if he says it, the whole premise of the podcast is, is upended. So he's 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 never going to say it. And well, obviously I want to, I have to, well, I, I want, I do want to read Glenn's book because that sounds. <laughs> no, that was a bitch move on my part to say you yeah, and then you, you, can't, me... you can't see me. <laughs> well, can I do two plugs because of books? I'm going to plug yeah. Glenn's book because. It's just, I just met her and I've already just, just such a great human that I want to, I feel that the energy will transfer into the book. Um, Sorry, we're supposed to be rivals. Screw you, Glenn. Oh yeah, Uh, screw you. Let's do it. Okay, good. um, And also another really good book. My friend Sasha Rothschild has done a book called uh, Blood Sugar. Uh, It's about, um, what's the tagline? Uh, She's been accused of four murders, but she's only uh, guilty of three. Uh, And it's brilliant. And it's uh, it's really brilliant. It's just great. And it's just coming out, I think, in like a month. So look out for it. Blood sugar. Oh, what a yeah. great idea for a book. I love it. Well, this has just been an absolute dream. Chris Martin, Glenn Buzan, thank you both for playing Troubled Waters. You there with the headphones, thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time on Troubled Waters. Goodbye. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Chris Martin make a noise. Woo! Glenn Boozan! Woo! Our theme music is USA <laughs> versus White Noise by Ladytron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Christian Duenas. Woo! And Laura Swisher. Happy St. Patrick's Day. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Audience supported